2: Welcome to the Glory of the Mass, a weekly program devoted to beautiful sacred music performed as part of the Catholic liturgy. I'm your host, Terry Ross. In today's program, we'll concentrate on music for this weekend, the fourth Sunday in Ordinary Time. It's also the end of 40 days of Christmastide plus Epiphany Tide, And Friday, February 2nd, is an ancient feast day called Candlemas, celebrating the presentation of the Lord in the temple and the purification of the Blessed Virgin Mary. On this day about 2,020 years ago, two very prayerful Jews, an old man named Simeon and an aged prophetess called Anna, had been patiently waiting for days, perhaps weeks, for Mary to bring her son to the temple in Jerusalem. Simeon had been promised by an angel that he would not die until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. In Leviticus 12.3, Simeon and Anna had read that a woman should present herself in the temple for ritual purification 33 days after her son's circumcising. Since young Jews were customarily circumcised on their eighth day of life, this added up to 40 days after the Messiah's birth. This purification of the mother persisted in the Catholic Church until modern times. And in Anglican and Episcopal churches, it still exists as a ceremony called Churching of Women, in which blessings are offered for women who have recently given birth. Back in the day, when Simeon and Anna saw the child, they are said to have uttered the prayer we now know as the nunc dimittis, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant, Depart in peace according to thy word, for mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles and to be the glory of thy people Israel. This has become known as the Song of Simeon. The Feast of the Presentation is one of the oldest feasts of the Christian Church, continuously celebrated in Jerusalem since the fourth century AD. And while Christians in some countries remove their Christmas decorations on Twelfth Night, which is Epiphany Eve, those in others historically remove them on Candlemas. And on Candlemas, many Christians, especially Catholics, Orthodox, Anglicans, Methodists, and Lutherans, bring candles to their local church where they are blessed and then used for the rest of the year. These blessed candles serve as a symbol of Jesus Christ, who referred to himself as the light of the world. As always in the glory of the Mass, we focus on the parts of the Mass that are traditionally sung by a cantor or choir. Of these, there are ten. Five of them are particular to the day of the church calendar, and five others, called the ordinary, are used at many different times of the church year. Today we shall hear four of the parts of the proper for this feast day, the introit, or entrance, the gradual and alleluia, which follow the two readings, and the communion, which accompanies the distribution of the gifts. All of these will be sung in the traditional Gregorian chant. As for the ordinary for this fourth Sunday, the Curiae Gloria Credo Sanctus and Anius Dei, we will hear Thomas Talus's Mass for Four Voices, plus a selection of motets specific to Candlemas, including two by Talus and an intriguing piece by Johannes Brahms. So let's get started then with today's introit, Le Tatur Cor Corentium from Psalm 104, chanted by a Spanish group called Scola Gregoriana Hispana. The text is Let the Hearts of Those Who Seek the Lord Rejoice. <laughs> Today's introit, Laetater Cor Querensium. Now to begin our Mass Ordinary. Because Mass composers in England during the early 16th century, like Talus, did not write a Kyrie, we'll resort to the chanted Orbis Factor, Mass 11. The singers of Cantoris and Ecclesia give us our Kyrie. We've been listening to our chant curie. The Gloria, or greater doxology, follows immediately after the Kyrie. So here is the Hilliard Ensemble with the music of Thomas Tallis. been listening to the lovely Gloria of Thomas Tallis's Mass for Four Voices. Now it's time for another British composer we've not heard from previously on the glory of the Mass, Hubert Perry, a composer who straddled the 19th and 20th centuries, and who is most famous in Great Britain as a man who gave us the tune for Jerusalem, known to every schoolchild in those isles. Singing Perry's setting of Psalm 39, O how amiable are thy dwellings, is the venerable choir of King's College, Cambridge. been listening to Hubert Perry's setting of Psalm 39. The next sung part of the Mass is the gradual proper, Quis Sicut Dominus Deus, from Psalm 112, Who is like the Lord our God who dwells on high? The singer here is our frequent collaborator, Merrick Klein from Slovakia. Was the gradual for today the feast of the presentation of the Lord? Now we'll turn to the central part of the mass, the Nicene Creed. Singing the credo from Tallis's Mass Ordinary, are or the Hilliard Ensemble. That was the credo from the Mass for Four Voices by Thomas Tallis, who lived throughout almost the entire 16th century in England as a favored Catholic composer in Henry VIII's Protestant country. Here is a motet Tallis wrote, a new commandment referring to the golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That was a motet celebrating the Golden Rule by today's featured composer in this month of English masters, Thomas Tallis. Next in the order of the sung mass is the Alleluia proper, Adorabo ad templum, I will bow down toward your holy temple, from Psalm 137. The singers of this Gregorian chant are from the Riga Scola Cantorum, a Latvian ensemble. We've heard our Alleluia proper for today, sung by a choir from Latvia. And this leaves us time to insert another sacred motet by Thomas Tallis, in pace idipsum, in peace and into the same I will sleep and rest, for you alone, O Lord, have established me in hope. The singers are the superb British ensemble Stile Antico. We've been listening to Thomas Tallis' motet in Pace Idipsum, sung by Stile Antico. And this brings us to the next part of the Mass Ordinary, the Sanctus, or Holy, Holy, Holy. Here, with Tallis' music, is the Hilliard Ensemble. was the Agnus day or Lamb of God, of Thomas Tallis' Mass for Four Voices, the final selection from our month of English Renaissance music. The final music of the Mass is the Communion Proper. Today it's Beati Mundo Corde, Blessed are the Pure in Heart, from the Gospel of Matthew. Here, the monks of the Abbey of Notre Dame sing the Gregorian Chant.
0: They are I... What?
2: is our communion proper for today, Blessed are the pure in heart. Which leaves us just enough time for an unexpected piece from the great 19th century master Johannes Brahms is Ave Maria, sung by London's Tenebrae Choir. And with that setting of the Ave Maria by Johannes Brahms, we must bring an end to this broadcast celebrating the ancient feast of Candlemas, also known as the Feast of the Presentation of the Lord in the Temple and the Feast of the Purification of Mary. I hope you've enjoyed all the music for this wonderful feast day and that you'll tune in next week when we celebrate the fifth Sunday in Ordinary Time and inaugurate our month of February and French music with a Mass by Antoine Brumel. You can listen again to this program or to any of our programs in this series and see our playlists by visiting our website at materdayradio.com and choose The Glory of the Mass 230. The Glory of the Mass is produced by Patrick Ryan. I'm your host, Terry Ross, wishing you a very pleasant afternoon and evening.
1: This has been The Glory of the Mass with Terry Ross. A weekly examination of the beautiful music of the sacred liturgy of the Catholic Church. For more information about this program, including a playlist from today's show, visit the Glory of the Mass online at materdayradio.com. The Glory of the Mass is produced at the studios of Motterday Radio in Portland, Oregon.